Hi, this is David Sachs, and welcome to Spiritual Tools for an Outrageous World. Every week we do a little couples therapy between us and God. It's a chance to deepen and explore our most important relationship. Hi, I'm glad you're here. So let's get ready for Farsha's Noah. Life is so holy, the world is so holy, and we exist, unfortunately, in this state of concealment, also known as exile. And the exile really begins at the beginning of the Torah, right? The Torah is a blueprint of all of reality, and we have this idea that we're originally created as these creatures of light. Remember, as the Or HaChayim says, that the world was like a two-story building. We could go to the second floor above and below, like to heaven and earth. We were amazing. We were amazing. And then after we eat from the tree of knowledge, the world becomes much more physicalized. We as creations become much more physical. And so this amazing mobility to just go up and down to the highest heights becomes much more limited in terms of just being located in this physical realm that we've all just taken for granted at this point. Like we think that this is absolutely normal in the way that it always was and always was supposed to be, but that's that's not the case. Then we get into Parshas Noach this week where within the exile, there's a, a further exile where just materiality becomes sort of the dominant force of, of our consciousness and it's just like every person for themselves, just chasing after whatever our eyes see and whatever our heart desires. And God just hits the reset button. And that's also known as the, the Mabul, the great flood. And, and yet a new reality emerges. But now this is an exile within the exile that we're experiencing. So, so how do we feel about exile? That's the question. Like... How do we look at it? So for the most part, people just kind of look at it and they say, we want Mashiach now, which is a great approach, meaning to say that there's a recognition that, that, that God is still here and he's still with us and God is perfect. And so there's, there's a redemption on the way. God aspires to complete his creation, which is the perfection of, of this world. And so if we long for that and cry out for that, that's that's great. Okay, but I want to say something else. In addition to that, all that is true, but in addition to that, the question is, are we looking at the exile from God's point of view? Right? Looking at it from our point of view, that much we're all familiar with. But what about looking at the exile from God's point of view? How does God feel about the exile? So the answer is not great. In the Talmud in Gemara Brachas, it says that God roars like a lion every night and says, Woe to me that I've exiled my children and destroyed my holy temple. But I want to go into this a little bit deeper and bring you a teaching from Rabbi Nachman of Breslov from Lukute Maran, Lesson 89. He quotes a verse from the Tehillim from Psalms, number 8, verse 6. And it says, you made him, meaning people, you made him a bit lacking of Elohim. That's one of the divine names. We're halfway through the verse, but I want you to be aware of the sudden turn this verse is going to take. And adorned him with glory and splendor. Hey, what's going on? <laughs> Which is it? Are you lacking in Elohim or 
as the rest of the verse says, are you adorned with glory and splendor? So Rebbe Nachman, in his typical, amazing, amazing, amazing way, is going to show you how this is a coherent narrative. And he's going to give us a tool into how to look at exile, the exile that's around us, and to understand it from, from God's point of view. So, so this is really, really a special teaching. And what Rabbi Nachman says is that when you see lacking in the world, and he personalizes it, so that doesn't just mean the fact that we don't have a third temple or Mashiach is in here. He means all of the things missing in our lives, right? So he says, however, when one knows that the lack is both above and and below, one will surely be in great pain and sadness and be unable to serve God joyfully. Thus, one must tell oneself, what am I and who am I that the king himself is telling me about his lack? Is there any greater honor than this? Through this, one will come to great joy and his mind will be renewed. Now, there's an incredible psychological insight here. So what do you do with the lacking in your life? So listen to this. This is where Rebbe Nachman is just shining forth with the uniqueness of his amazing insights into Hashem and to our psychology. He says, the way we're supposed to react is we are supposed to identify with Hashem's pain. And we're supposed to say, what am I and who am I that the king himself is telling me about his lack? Is there any greater honor than this? Imagine like, I don't know, whoever you look up to in the corporate world or in the world of politics and things like that. Imagine the president of the United States or the head of Apple or whoever it is sat down with you one-on-one and then told you, his personal problems, just you, just told you his personal problems, how would you feel? You would be so honored that this great personage was sharing something so personal with you. And so that's what Rabbi Nachman is saying, that anytime someone is lacking anything personal in their life, or they see something lacking in this world, What that is, is God himself telling that person and sharing with that person his own pain. Like we said in the Gomorrah, it says that God roars like a lion, woe unto me that I've exiled the Jewish people, my children, and destroyed my holy temple. With this in mind, we can see what's going on with that sudden reversal in that line from the Psalms. Again, it says, you made him a bit lacking of Elohim, right? Of the revelation of godliness and adorned him with glory and splendor. So Rabbi Nachman concludes by saying, this is what the end of the verse means. You adorned him with glory and splendor, meaning that by way of the glory and splendor that he has from the king himself telling him about his lack, you adorned him with a renewed mind. And that's the adornment that King David is referring to. The fact that once we have this new look at reality, we have had our minds totally renewed. 
Thanks for listening. We do this every week, so join in again next Sunday for a new podcast where we explore the amazingness of life. And review us and send in any comments or suggestions. I'd love to hear them.